jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! Wow! Stacy, we're here. We're doing it. Can you believe this? I can't believe that this dream is now a reality. I know. I think the world has needed another podcast. I, I honestly, when I when I woke up and I I went to my vision board and I you know because I I do the secret, I and I was like, what what am I going to manifest today? What am and, I going to secrete um, today? What will what will I secrete exactly? <laughs> and and as the blood ran down my walls behind my vision board, <laughs> your sugar walls. Oh no! My, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought that's it. Another podcast um, because everyone has a podcast and everyone needs more. The, yeah. Actually, I have like seven already, and <laughs> this is the one I'm the most excited for. Oh, bless. Yeah, this is the it's second true. podcast I've ever done. So uh, the first one, no, that's not, I was going to say the first one this century, but that's not true at all. <laughs> I don't know why I was going to say that. Yeah. You really pioneered it with the gramophone podcast <laughs> uh, back, back in the day. Yeah. It was Xeroxed. The Industrial Revolution. Didn't know what hit him. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, so supposedly we're going to talk about horror movies, I guess. Allegedly. Allegedly. Horror and whatever leads um, down our tangential uh, tunnel of fancy. Yeah, clearly we have a laser-like focus on the topic at hand. Outlines, structures. Oh, my God. Reams and reams and reams of notes. Yeah, we've been rehearsing for like a, a month at least. Yes. Yes, um, yes, and now and now here we are manifesting, um, or womanifesting, or they festing, because <laughs> <laughs> we have to be inclusive. Um, yes. <laughs> gay lords of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, with your hosts Janet and Debbie. Janet and Debbie, complimentary coffee and bars off to the left. <laughs> That's a little Carol Channing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy a raspberry. <laughs> That's pretty good. Is it? I can't hear myself, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna smile back at my own reflection as heard through your voice. Thank you. Yeah, that's pretty good. I felt like I was with Carol Channing for a moment there. Oh, that's a that's a good and terrifying feeling. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Angels, <laughs> angels walk among us. So okay. The thing we're going to talk about is Halloween 2018, which is not out yet, but there's some trailers. Halloween H40. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween H40. H40. 40 years later. I mean, all right. So a new trailer just dropped like two days ago. Thank you for saying. Dropped. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Does that make me sound young? 
I think okay. I think we're really gonna hit the youth culture with this. With, with, <laughs> but that's you know part of our equity directive and our outline is to use hit terms like yeah. like dr- dropped and and I'll say you know whether I stand for things I'll stand things and um, that sounds lit. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. You know what? I just I got an article I post for uh, Kotaku. I write for Kotaku, yeah. and I my last piece, which hasn't gone up yet, but I slipped in a reference to the Spice Girls and a reference to Gallagher. Thank and you. Both of them. I the editor left them in. I was shocked. Do you so. think they even like caught them? I think I think so. I think so. You know my claim to fame is I was on stage with Gallagher once at my 10th birthday <laughs> at a casino. It was bizarre. <laughs> you had your birth- 10th birthday at a casino? Yeah, at the at the Indian casino at my tribe's, well, not my tribe's casino, but my other, uh, my other, my family's other casino, basically. Um, okay. Uh, Chinook wins the, the Celeste tribe's casino. They had Gallagher there. And so I went for my 10th birthday and then he had, if it was your birthday, you'd go on stage and the two, there was myself and another child and he sang the birthday song and then, you know, did the, the sledgehammer onto the cake. The cake exploded all over us, but he had also been throwing glass all over the stage before that. And so like oh. the, I look over <laughs> and the other kid next to me just goes, what is this? And he holds up his hand and there's just blood everywhere. <laughs> And then a cake explodes all over our faces. And it was, wow. It was a vision of my future. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So this is very much like the new Halloween film. Um, in many respects. (laughs) What's old is new again. Exactly. Is what they say. Wow. Gallagher. You know what? My parents were really into Gallagher. Like, I just remember seeing a lot of Gallagher specials, like, on Showtime or what the fuck ever. When uh-huh. I was, like, nine, I had to, I sat through a lot of Gallagher, so. I I endorse that. I support that. And it makes so much sense. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, what a, what a, he just would hit fruit with yeah, a hammer. That's it. Like we were talking about earlier, you know, it was the 80s. Everyone was on cocaine. Yeah. Um, it, it sometimes a guy smashing a, a watermelon with a sledgehammer just makes sense. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago, but sometimes it feels like it. Like you know, you you read about an 18th, uh, you know, some little house in the prairie family, and it's like all they had to play with was a ball of cotton, and you're like, <laughs> oh, what was that like? And I feel like that when I tell my younger friends, like, oh, in the 80s, everybody loved it when he would hit a piece of fruit with a sledgehammer. <laughs> we would watch cartoons, and then every now and then a, a Mario-looking man would hit a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. If we were lucky, a tumbleweed would blow by. <laughs> <laughs> The 80s, man. Oh, yeah. Debbie yeah. Gibson, Tiffany, performing at the mall. We don't at even the have mall. malls. Yeah, malls, malls are not a thing really anymore. It's kind of no. sad. So sad. I mean, you watch the original Dawn of the Dead, and when they arrive at the mall, everybody's like, what's this place? Yeah. it was so new. Oh, this apex of culture and consumerism. Yeah. And now uh, it's all gone. It's all gone. But they keep making 
uh, movies from the era and pretending they're new, like Halloween. <laughs> like Halloween. Let's let's actually talk about Halloween, man. Okay, how I'm just gonna throw this at you uh, non-violently. Um, how <laughs> do you feel about this new Halloween, Stacy? Just like, what's your off the top of your head? Um, I'm not excited. Thank you. But okay, I yeah. feel like I should be, just yes. given who I am. Um, I'm excited for Jamie Lee. Yes. For her return and yes. Laurie Strode. Yes. But the movie itself isn't real. The best, I'm watching the two trailers, for me, the best thing is the music. The, like, John Carpenter score. The John Carpenter score, which is just iconic. But to me, that's, if it didn't have that music, I wouldn't my heart wouldn't even be beating at all watching the trailers. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Okay. So same. And I, I, I feel like, I mean, being so embedded in horror fandom, whatever community, I feel, I feel like something is wrong with me <laughs> because everyone is so excited for this movie. And it's like on the top, you know, anticipated list. It's everyone's like number one. Um, yeah. And I just, I have the same feelings that you have. I just cannot get enthusiastic for it because, and it's, it's a similar thing where it's like, I can't wait to hear the John Carpenter music. I'm so excited that Carpenter is doing a new score for this. Um, And obviously Jamie Lee. And like, I watched the newest trailer right before we signed on to this to record. And I definitely was more into this trailer than the first trailer where, where they're like, (laughs) They have the documentary film crew that go, they, for, <laughs> yeah, for, his mask. Yeah, for some reason, they let them into like the futuristic Jenga chessboard <laughs> yeah. recess court where Michael is tied up to a thing and they're waving the mask around like, put it on, Michael, <laughs> which, yeah. which to me is a great idea. Um, yeah. But it, it this trailer definitely felt better because it was more focused on Jamie Lee and, and Laurie, but it still just doesn't that's the only thing i can get excited for is watching jamie lee curtis yeah and i don't i just uh i feel so weird maybe there were too many okay maybe there were too many bad sequels this i mean there were only a thousand bad sequels so there were only a thousand and i've seen them all every last one every last one of them and so i just kind of don't care anymore Oh, like, like you've just, it's, it's a callus. You have a Halloween callus at this point. Yeah. You're just, you're numb and you can't even feel it. <laughs> exactly. It's just another Halloween movie. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is everyone's like, no, man. Like everyone, <laughs> everyone's like, it's going back to the first movie, man, where it's like, they're ignoring all the other sequels. It's they're ignoring. The one thing I do think is cool is that they're, they are Michael's not her brother in this one. Yeah, thank God. Um, that was which, terrible. Yeah, that that just doesn't make any sense. And like, I I had I think I even talked to you about this in like email, but like I had this um, Halloween night like a couple years ago where I was like sick at home and I, I was just like I was alone and I was like I'm gonna put on Halloween and I just I kind of just rewatched it with fresh eyes after a couple years and just the idea of just this guy that just shows up and starts killing babysitters was so scary 
And if you take, yeah. if you just take that mythos as like its own thing, it's it's so much more distressing than like druids and brothers and sisters. Oh my and god! The curse of Thorn. I can't with all that. Like to me, I mean, one of the most terrifying things in the original film is when uh, Laurie finds Annie's body and it's got Uh the Judith Myers headstone. And it's like, okay, he's killing his sister over and over again. That's cool. But like Laurie doesn't need to be his sister. That just doesn't. Yeah. That doesn't work for me. It's never worked for me. There's no reason. And it's like, I mean, like, maybe, I don't know, what, Halloween 2 was, like, 81, right? Yeah. So maybe maybe they, like, wanted to cash in on, like, I am your father in, in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Everybody's related. Yeah, yeah, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill just did some lines, and they're like, you know what would be great? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what if she was his sister? <laughs> Whoa, man! Whoa, man! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was Deborah Hill talking. <laughs> yeah, but, and then they get in their van and they drive away. Yeah, <laughs> their, their mystery machine. Yeah, later, but, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I, uh, yeah, I, I don't. It, it's so much creepier that it's like just this random dude that just is killing people for no reason, and it's yes. super, it's super scary. So I think that's kind of cool that they're like going back to like that sort of or they want to kind of go back to that vibe with the sequel but also right. it's it's just i don't know like i don't i'm weirded out by the creative team besides john carpenter um it's very strange like okay very- director of pineapple express like <laughs> yeah and danny mcbride i love danny mcbride but i would never picture him doing Halloween. here's the thing yeah i like danny mcbride a lot too and i'm so weirded out by him writing a Halloween movie. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. Did you see Alien Covenant? <laughs> I know you. I know you hate it, right? <laughs> you, you're very aware. I never saw I, it. I, never I think it. you and most of the internet are very aware of my relationship with Alien Covenant. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say that it's my favorite movie ever because I hate it so much. But I will <laughs> say... I hate this movie so much that I do think it completes me. Um, like, wow. But like, that was another one where like Danny McBride was in that. And it, now I'm just, I'm just terrified that if he's in it, it's going to, the alien covenant DNA will jump and transplant yeah. itself over to Halloween. Um, I guess I'm, I don't, I'm not afraid of this movie at all because I don't have anything invested in it. Do you know what I mean? So I just don't even. I'm not afraid that it's gonna suck. I'm not. Oh, like sure, uh, it's gonna blow my pants off. I'm just like, all right, this is a thing that exists, and I'll see it. You like don't want it to. You're not nervous about it ruining your childhood. <laughs> oh my god, no, no, not at all. They already. I mean, when they killed Lori in Resurrection. Yeah. Like that made me angry because that was such a terrible end for that character. It, it but now it doesn't no exist. So yeah. I mean, but what if that was my childhood, and it, I loved that movie? That could be a that could be a problem. Um, I that want person I want to meet the person out there who <laughs> is my still God. holding on to their VHS copy of Halloween Resurrection. God, you know, Halloween Resurrection is a movie I should love. I mean, Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes and Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. And doesn't she get killed with like an espresso machine or something? (laughs) (laughs) I 
think so. Like and in a van. Like a priest, a pre-Starbucks Katie Sackhoff. Yeah. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a It what was a... it was the reality TV craze. Oh like, yeah, that was it, when it was new, right? It was when it was new. And it just has all the ingredients for something I would love. I, I just I just love that like late '90s chapter in franchise sequels where they're like, okay, let's how can we apply the internet to every or like yes. TV to every like wasn't that. didn't like the original title of Halloween Resurrection? I'm I'm pretty sure was MichaelMyers.com. I think you're no, I think you're right. I remember reading that like on like, like. Up, upcominghorrormovies.com <laughs> or something yeah. way back in the day. Yeah, that is like embarrassing and so wonderful exactly i I wish that was the title of this new movie because then i would be a little bit more excited (laughs) so well here's here's the thing too is in the trailer first of all they're giving away a lot of the scares in the trailer oh my god jason they better have some shit like ready to go because they're giving away all of the scares yeah jason is like uh for our our noble listeners who don't know my partner jason is like so he like hates trailers and like won't watch them anymore because especially with horror trailers they give away all the scares like i know like three of the women that are getting killed in this movie after watching the newest trailer just now um and it's like oh that scene maybe maybe i maybe i wouldn't have seen something coming when she opens a closet but now i know what is going to happen in this scene um Also, like, and, oh, yeah. oh no, you go ahead. Uh, well, I was gonna say they're pulling a lot from the first two movies. That's where I was gonna go. A next. lot of shots. Yeah, that's exactly- and I, I'm sure the the scene. Okay, this is the difference to me between 2018 and 1981, which is at the beginning of Halloween two, when you know Michael's still alive and he's got to get another weapon and go to the hospital or whatever. He goes into the neighbor's house. Yeah, the lady that's like, "Do you want a sandwich? Do you want a sandwich?" And she's like <laughs> making a ham sandwich, right? Yeah. And he takes her. He takes her knife and he leaves. And yes. there's like drops of blood by the ham, and that <laughs> scared the shit out of me when I was like ten because he like he came in the house. And fucked things up, and he could have killed them, but he left. Yeah, and in this one... In this one, he kills her with a hammer, and then takes the knife. Yeah, like, they totally remake that scene where... But he, yeah, picks up the hammer, and then the camera... You hear the scary noise. Also, like, real quick, Drops of Blood by the Ham is the name of my, um... (laughs) That should be the name of this podcast! (laughs) Drops of Blood by the Ham! Yes! (laughs) That's definitely the name of this episode. (laughs) That's like my Lisa Lieb or Lisa Loeb like cover bands. Like, drops of blood by the ham. Hey, we're drops of blood by the ham. We'll be here all night at Chuck E. Cheese. Um, hey, man. Hey, hey, it's Deborah Hill, man. She's got some blow. Wow, may she rest in peace, the woman who never gets enough fucking credit. I know. I love Deborah Hill as much as I made fun of her um, in the last 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> um uh yeah oh that's a that's a whole other thing i need to talk about we'll put a pin in that later um that's that's exactly where i wanted to go next with this is like the shots there's especially for in all of the media around this like danny mcbride and and mr pineapple express keep talking up how like oh this is going back to the original and we ignore all the sequels and i'm like you sure took a lot of shots and scenes from those sequels that you're ignoring Mm -hmm. because there's 
like we said, that scene in the kitchen, that's Halloween too. There's the scene in the restroom, which is Halloween H2O. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're also combining that, like it, he, Michael goes into a gas station or something and that's where there's the restroom. But the gas station is also the scene in Halloween four. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how, as Madonna would say, reductive. <laughs> Thank you, Madonna. Exactly. Exactly. And and then and while I'm riding this train of the sequels. Ride it. I and it's, it's yes, I am showing Halloween H2O for Queer Horror, my screening series, um, here in Portland this October. And because I think Ooh. it will be hilarious to play Halloween H2O while the new movie is out in the theater. <laughs> um, but like there's a lot of people like talking uh, because this keeps getting compared to Halloween H2O because it's like, Oh, Lori's coming back. And it's also ignoring the other sequels and kind of like Halloween H2O sort of did to some degree. Yeah. Um, But I'm like, can we, so many people are talking shit about Halloween H2O and I'm like, it's not that bad. It's not the best movie, but honestly, like I really like it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a, it was a fine ending for her character. Like yes. I was okay with it. And it's, it's so weird to me how people are phrasing this in terms of like, Oh, we finally get to see the showdown between Lori and Michael. And I'm like, did you not see the last 20 minutes of H2O where it's like a battle to the death? And Right. Yeah. And it's amazing. And I like, I like alcoholic PTSD Lori. Oh my God. I love alcoholic PTSD. Like versus like crazy prepper lori i mean maybe she'll be great i don't know but it's like oh so this character actually because that's that's the thing with horror movies especially um slasher movies is you never see the aftermath because i mean who wants to that's like a drama but you know we saw the aftermath and like it was some kind of character growth and lori turned out to be kind of a an asshole who had a lot of problems yeah it was totally understandable yeah yeah yeah. and then of course and i'll tell you what this line can I have another glass of Chardonnay today? <laughs> that line is not going to be in this new movie. I'll tell you that right now. It's not. And you know what? No one is going to have Michelle Williams's 90s eyebrows. Oh, my either. God. Her perfect 90s Over- eyebrows. Luck. God. Uh, Michelle it's, it's Williams. Just- Josh Hartnett, LL Cool J, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and the returning um, nurse who was Miriam Crane, right? Or yes. Oh, I actually love. Here's the thing: H two O has um, a lot wrong with it. It they rip off the they the the entire soundtrack is lifted from Scream. There's that mm-hmm. there's that bizarre section where the kids are watching Scream too, which doesn't make sense because Halloween exists as a movie in the world of Scream. Um, right. <laughs> like that would it was more Deborah Hill and Blow happening right there, yeah. but like, but like, it's still I don't know I I, I there's a lot that doesn't make sense, but it's still an enjoyable movie, and so I just yeah. wanna I just wanna throw that out there like I I me too let's not pretend it doesn't exist let's not pretend it doesn't exist I'm excited for Doomsday whatever Sarah Connor Laurie Strode because I will always watch Jamie Lee Curtis do anything right true but I do feel like this movie kind of already happened that's yes that's all I have to say well and also like this is more of a general kind of thing but (sighs) slasher movies aren't my favorite thing anymore 
<gasps> really? Well, I mean, I mean, the old ones, like, do you know what I mean? Like that time is forever preserved in Amber. Like I have an affection even oh. for 90s slasher movies. Yeah. And obviously early 80s, late 70s are, that's the height of the genre for me. Yeah. But like new ones, I see a trailer for something and it's like, all right, here's a person in a scary mask and the scary mask person is going to kill women with knives. <laughs> Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. I my, I think my tastes in horror have changed over the last, like, five years. And a slasher movie just doesn't give me a boner anymore. You know, I'm with you on this, actually. Because I I have made the shift to, like, ghost and witch movies yes. in my in my later years. I'm, I've become such a, like, supernatural slash, like, satanic feminist witch movie yes. uh, fan that... And there's shockingly a lot of those that I I'm so much more into those versus yeah I can't even think like what was the last slasher like what even came out that was a good slasher recent like I can't even think of anything the last one I saw that I probably actually really enjoyed was like my bloody Valentine oh that was great like yeah. I really liked that one I thought that was a lot of fun yeah it was a blast but, but new ones like I just I don't know the the violence kind of it's I don't know it just doesn't turn me on anymore yeah yeah and it doesn't have I think the joy of a slasher film is especially like the teenagers of those eras and seeing them like just be ridiculous um yes and I don't think that's I don't see any of that coming through in the newer slashers because teenagers today are completely boring (laughs) so yeah they they don't go to the mall there's no short shorts their summer camps don't exist anymore because the millennials killed them all off. And yeah, what do they what do they do? They just hashtag things. Yeah, right? well, that's that's like a lot of the newer horror movies. Is like people yeah. on their phones are texting. Oh, Scream Four! Like I was not a. I did not. I thought no, that didn't that didn't do it for me. I wanted to like it, and then we just rewatched it a couple nights ago before we did a screaming of Scream or a screening of Scream, and um. <laughs> I yeah it just didn't it didn't work yeah so I don't I don't but you know what I do like hmm. is I have enjoyed both of the unfriended films oh really I yeah wow okay I haven't seen either of them I did see the trailer for the second one and I was like I feel like they gave away literally every single thing that happened in this movie <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I didn't see the trailer but I rented the first one uh randomly and then on the strength of how much i enjoyed that i went to see the second one in the theater blind and wow. walked away a happy woman yeah i think those if anything are the only movies that really incorporate modern technology and modern sensibilities into a slasher hmm. formula with the like webcam v- are they all webcam views yeah, or everything takes place like all you see are computer screens okay yeah and it works like it's really clever and really well done. Oh, I might have to check it out. I did see a trailer. Yeah. Also, there's a new movie that's like that, but it's like a little bit. I think they're trying to. It's trying to be more of a prestige film, where it's all webcam based. But it's like, um, gosh, I can't remember what it is. But Deborah Messing from Will and Grace is like the. the <laughs> she's the detective in it, and I'm like, this movie looks terrible, and I'm all in. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Sergeant Grace crack the crime, the cyber crime. Oh on the, my god! It's like the these women, <laughs> these women that I like, I'm I'm into, and then they're in these shitty horror. Like when Carrie Ann Moss showed up in the fucking Bye Bye Man, and I was like, oh honey. Oh my god! 
Yeah, but I watched it, and she was like the world-weary detective, and you could just see like the dollar signs in her eyes. Like she was only thinking about the house payment she was making oh. from doing the movie. Oh, poor but... Carrie Ann Moss, justice for her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for yeah, for that, bye bye man. For that oh and for Silent Hill Two, poor Carrie Ann Moss. Oh my god, I forgot about Silent Hill Two. Yeah, it's so bad. It's, it's so bad. So bad. It's so bad. I actually really enjoy the first one, but the second one is awful. Yeah, the first one's the first one's all right. Yeah. Like especially if you like the games, like it's fine. Yeah. It's probably the b- best video game movie. Yeah. Oh, I think so. I mean, that's the bar is not high. Yeah. I mean, but obviously yeah. it's no it's no Super Mario Brothers, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's some debating there. Yeah, but you know, it's it wasn't too bad. But the second one, my God. What a pile. So bad. Oh, here's, speaking of actresses, this is one thing I am invested in in Halloween, Halloween H4O, that I'm very nervous about. Judy Greer. Judy Greer. I knew it. Judy motherfucking Greer, a.k.a. Say Goodbye to These. I love her. (laughs) I love her in everything, everything that she does. And I don't know. Yeah, she's great. It's like cartoons and TV shows really know how to work with Judy Greer. And like movies, they're still figuring it out. Like I think in, I heard in one of the, I never saw the new Planet of the Apes movies, but I heard, no. I heard that in one of them, she literally like plays a monkey that it gives birth and that's it. <laughs> oh. And then like in, oh. she was in the, in the, the first Jurassic world, um, which I, I hated that movie. I love the, the new one. That's terrible, but I hated the, the first Jurassic world, but she was like the sister in that. And she just like kind of shames her sister for not having a family or not having kids and it's like really she cries and it's like just really weird and then in halloween i was like okay if they're casting judy greer as jamie lee curtis's daughter this is perfect this is amazing sign me up and then in this new trailer she's like you know laurie's like you don't have a security system karen and karen's like mom you're crazy and i'm like oh no (laughs) bye karen they're gonna kill judy greer and i'm i'm so upset why do people always kill judy greer Maybe she'll give birth again. Maybe she'll give birth to a monkey in Halloween H four O. You never know. Or she gives birth Start- to a little a little baby, and then they they zoom in and um and it's like the after. And you see it. You see Donald Pleasance's face like photoshopped on the baby. Oh Jesus! With the whole goatee. Yeah, and that's the post credits like sequence. Evil has come to your town, Mama. (laughs) Oh my God! That's that's the newest step in the franchise. Is like, (laughs) I'm picturing it in a little trench coat. Yes, yes, like 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 um like Secret Squirrel or whatever. But he's like he's like Lil Loomis, like Lil Baby Loomis. And he just like goes and like and like uh. delivers omens and <laughs> yeah the blackest eyes square square. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I love Halloween H four O now. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite movie. I'm sold. <laughs> oh my god! You know what I was thinking? What it did bring to mind though was 
and also the other movie we want to talk about oh. Suspiria. Suspiria. That like I realized that I don't care about remakes anymore. Just don't care at all. Like once like well I mean once upon a time. I mean they don't like get my dander up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is that the phrase? I, is it the phrase? I don't I'm going to start using it. Um, is it get the dander up? I feel like it is. But isn't dander also like flakes? I think that's like, yeah, it's like that scene in the breakfast club when. Um, hackles? No. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yes, it gets your hackles up. <laughs> Does it get my dander up? Is that not a thing? I'm going to. Uh, I say let's go with it. Okay. <laughs> uh, get your dander off me. Okay. <laughs> Blood drops next to the ham and dander. <laughs> Yeah, no, but once upon a time, like in the early days of Final Girl, which, which if you don't know my my blog, finalgirl.rocks. Hell yeah. Is more, it's over 10 years old now. So the world was a very different place. And when they would announce a remake of a classic slasher film or something, I mean, everybody would get angry. Yes, we would all freak. How dare? Everybody, you're going to remake the Fuck? How dare! What? How? Why would you insult me like this by even thinking of? It? And now I'm just like, oh, what are they? Re- uh, who cares? At least it's not a fucking superhero movie. Yeah, it, that's exactly it. We're like, well, I, like, I guess I could go to this if I'm drunk and I have nothing else to do on Tuesday night. <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of because it doesn't like take away from the original. Like, if Halloween H4O <laughs> blows completely, it's like, well, there's still the first three movies which i love yeah and so. and the fourth and the fifth and the sixth and the seventh and the eighth and the ninth and the, sixth and the remake and the <laughs> sequel to the remake and the reboot jesus christ and the the i'm sure you know after this they'll do the like limited nbc miniseries or mtv miniseries oh or, god or yeah fox or something yeah will come out yeah Although, wasn't the Exorcist TV show was supposed to be pretty good? It actually, yeah, I, I still haven't finished it, but um, Gina Davis is an American Gina treasure. Davis. She's an American treasure. And oh, yeah. there's a gay priest in it, and he, he's really attractive. So I was sold. <laughs> that's, well, there you go. That's as far as I went with that show. What more do you need? I mean, that's, yeah. you know, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah, I just, like, I can't, if like, whatever they're remaking, I just can't. I don't have any feelings about the fact that it's a remake anymore or a reboot. Like they've remade everything. So who cares? It kind of, it's become, it's, it's almost like a, a, our, our outlook of remakes has shifted where it's almost like just a new entry in the franchise. So it doesn't really matter. Um, Right. That's pretty much it. I will say when I heard they were remaking Suspiria, I did have the pangs of like, oh, yeah, right. How are you going to do this? You Well, who was originally attached was David Gordon. It Green, was right? originally Mr. Pineapple Express. Yes. And then he ended up doing the Halloween H4O. And then yeah. we instead through some whatever amazing trick of fate, they got the director of like, I am love and call me by your name. Yeah, the remakes, which is so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. With a great cast, an amazing cast, and the soundtrack is going to be great. Tom York, I have to say, I could not be more. While I feel dead inside about remakes, and while I was so hesitant for the idea of a remade Suspiria, I saw the first trailer, and I was in. I'm in. One hundred percent. I'm in. And it's. Yep. I mean, Tilda. Like, let's be real. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's perfect. I 
stand Dakota Johnson. I'm not gonna lie about. Oh my god! It. No, do. Dakota Johnson is great, and she is the. I that that was for our younger listeners. Thank you so much for see. for yeah. dropping that stand in there. Um, I think she's lit. She, she is. Also- she's literally fire. <laughs> <laughs> also, isn't she Melanie Griffith's daughter? Yeah, and Don and Johnson. Don Johnson. Yeah. So I'm like. You know what? It's like Tippy Hedren, Melanie Griffith, Dakota Johnson. Yes, yeah. you're all the royal family. Truly, they're the only royals I recognize. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing: the Suspiria. Now, I am tempering my expectations. Okay. Because I just I, that's that's my approach now. Yeah, is just temper my expectations. Yeah, yeah. Just while also secretly really looking forward to something. Yeah, yeah. I think it's smart but, to go in ready to yeah, just assume it's going to be trash. Yeah, but I think to remake Suspiria, I'm I'm more excited for Suspiria not only because of the cast and the crew and all of that, but because it's a different take on the same story. Whereas Halloween is like, all right, it's another Halloween. There's the mask. There's, you know, it's just yeah. like, whatever. But at least this is like a new spin on, like, because you can't the visual the visuals of the original Suspiria. There's like, no you point. Just can't. There's no point in putting your own spin on that. So take the story and make something completely new out of and it. And that's why it seems, it looks kind of brilliant where it's like the the aesthetic that, that the director has applied is like really lots of drab grays and like muted tones. And yeah. it's not at all how you would picture Suspiria, but it it looks like so in, creep, in keeping with that like creepy witch, like what is- Sinister yeah, what, vibe. What kind of coveny goodness is happening behind these drab walls? Like- Exactly. I'm so. I give me that coveny nougat. <laughs> Zagnut coming soon to a coven near you. That's my that, that I'm so yeah I'm so freakishly excited for this one because it is it does look like a significantly different take on Suspiria, and yeah. But at the same time, like they still it looks like they're still going through the mythos of the three mothers. Yes. Which just makes me so excited. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe they'll really do something great with it. Because I here's the thing, too, is I, while I think Suspiria is a masterpiece. Yes. I also don't have any, like, big heart attachment to it. Like, I appreciate it, but it doesn't. It never has moved me emotionally, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would say. I, I'm a really, I think I'm a bigger fan of Deep Red personally, um, yeah. because I just, I love Daria Nicolodi so much, and I think her performance in Deep Red is amazing. Um, yeah. And I love Suspiria. I mean, Suspiria, it's iconic. There's the soundtrack. I mean, I think I love the soundtrack more yeah. than anything else. Um, yeah. Oh, and Jessica Harper, because she's perfect. Yes. Um, yes. And, uh, oh, did you also, did you see the pictures of Jessica Harper in Venice with the rest of the cast? Mm-hmm. I died, and then I didn't realize that she's in the movie. Yeah, she's in the movie, and I'm like, can she? Which I think is so. Great. Oh my god, it's that makes me. So happy. It makes me so happy, and I'm like, can she please be Helena Marcos? Because I would, yeah, I would die. Um, yeah, but oh, I completely forgot what I was what I was thinking. You know, she left a nice comment on my Suspiria review <gasps> on Final Girl. Did she really? She fucking she fucking commented on it. I love that so much. I I um 
got really like I don't know if I was drunk or what, but I like <laughs> I like sent her an Instagram message once where I just told her like I had <laughs> I had just discovered shock treatment and I was like I could not stop listening to her songs and that <laughs> to the point where like I would weep. They made me so happy, and so I just sent her a message telling her how much I loved her work and that I was so grateful for every. And then like I never heard back from her, but. Oh. I love her so much and I'm so excited to see yeah. her. Um, She's always such a treat. What was I watching that she popped up in unexpectedly? Was it safe? Oh, I don't know. I think like the Todd Haynes movie. With Julianne Moore. Is she in that? Yeah, I think she's in it. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Oh my gosh. I Todd Haynes seems like the type of filmmaker that would appreciate Jessica Harper. Yes. Uh, yeah, she was in Safe. Yep. Oh. And she was on an episode of Allie McBeal and Seventh Heaven. Oh, yes. God bless Mm -hmm. her. Yeah, Yeah, it just, it seems like they really have, they've uncovered a reason and and a, a, like, methodology to to move forward with a new take on the story. Um, Yes. And it's like, it's, it's such a, I mean idea of this idea of this director because call me by your name i felt like call me by your name um treated the some of the female characters like um in interesting ways some better than others but like there was a lot of reverence for the mother character in that movie and Mm. she like kind of sort of was like kind of the architect of everything that happened in that film and i really liked the way he depicted her so i'm kind of excited to see how like if this movie ends up going kind of pro witch or like kind of political in the presentation (laughs) of this coven and what they're up to. Um, But I just, I'm so excited to see another witch movie in this era of like kind of new witchy goodness, you know? Yeah. We're getting a lot of them. I have a feeling it's going to, I don't know if it'll bomb financially, but I just have a feeling that, it's not going to do well with horror fans. Oh, I'm sure people are going to have some kind of, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. At the same horror time. Horror fans are really a strange bunch. And I say this as a horror fan, but it's like there are so many sort of subgenres under the horror umbrella. Yeah. That two, like two people who enjoy rom-coms are going to have more in common than two people who like Oh, that's completely true. Yeah. And it just always kind of blows my mind to go to a horror convention or something like that and just feel like I'm completely out of yeah. place. Yeah, you get, you get like the body horror people, the like mm-hmm. aggro rockabilly dudes that just want to see boobs and like death. You get... Yeah, you, people who are super into the violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like the makeup or effects nerds or... Uh, and then there's like yeah. the more like academics or then there's like, you know, us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The outcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who just like want to watch the same crazy 80s slasher movie over and over again. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky zone. And this is, I guess I've been seeing that Suspiria is getting like some negative reviews, I guess. And a lot yeah. of people are saying like, it's not scary. It's not scary. And I'm like, since when does that actually really matter in creating an effective horror film? Like for me, I'm just, I just like, I want to be taken somewhere else and get the story. And like, like I actually like with hereditary, I really liked hereditary. I didn't think it was scary at all, but so many people were qualifying it as a good movie because they said it was so scary. Right. Um, 
Well, for some people, I think that's the the litmus test. Is is it scary? Which scary, you know, varies from person to person. It's like, what's funny? Yeah. You know, you can't, there's no standard. And then there are some people who are like, well, it didn't have any explicit violence or nudity. And you have to have those for a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's, I think the one review I read was that it's going to be basically the mother of this year. Like mother of the... Aronofsky. Oh, really? Yeah, and that people are gonna hate it. Probably. Well, then I'm even I'm <laughs> even more excited then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, amazing. So I think I think also a lot of the problem is the way horror movies are marketed. Yeah, you know when it, I mean, and they have to to get you in the theater. But then when the trailers are like, it's so scary, your ass will explode, <laughs> and it's like. And then they, for like the witch or something like that, which I love the witch. I thought it was amazing and I thought it was creepy and, you know, it did scare me. But people who are expecting like Halloween mm-hmm. because of the advertising and then they go see, you know, Babadook or yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the witch or something. No, and that, they're going to get angry. That's that's the weirdest thing is like and that marketing was applied to all of like Babadook, like with everyone kept talking about William Friedkin saying like, this is the scariest movie I've ever seen. It's like, oh, because yeah. you saw a woman direct a way better movie than anything you've ever made. <laughs> um, like, uh, or, yeah, that happened with Hereditary, happened with The Witch, which are both, like, really quiet, slow, thoughtful movies that don't have jump yes. scares, really. Um, exactly. Yeah, and then, and, Susp- and and Mother, that was that same thing where they, they were like, you'll never forget where you were at when you watched Mother. <laughs> You'll never forget Jennifer Lawrence's face in extreme close-up for two hours. Like, it's so, I I don't understand why they do that when it's like, these movies actually are really, can be really thoughtful, like artistic uh, things. And I don't, I don't know. So then it creates this weird culture where people want to just get the, the rock and roll and the blood and the sex and the death. And and then they're like, wait, why are these people Puritans talking in old English for two hours? Yes. When it's like two two hours of a pervasive feeling of dread yeah. and creepiness, and when well, what's the other major horror shit going on in the theater? Is like The Conjuring, like all the James Wan stuff. Oh yeah, which sometimes it works, but honestly, it's like five minutes jump scare, five minutes jump scare, five minutes jump scare. Yeah. Oh, it's another jump scare. Oh, and here's an old woman's face because there's nothing James Wan finds more terrifying than an old woman's face. Wipe out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. You know, like, so, like, when that is the other kind, it's like horror is very divided. Yeah. And so, when people people go to the witch thinking it's they're going to get scared like they did with The Conjuring. They're going to be disappointed, and I don't blame them. Yeah, 100%. I will say, if this is in the same line as those films, as Babadook, as The Witch, as Mother, as Hereditary, I'm going to be the happiest person. I think it will be. I'm going to be the happiest person in the world watching this movie in the theater. Well, see, that's what I mean. That's the kind of thing that's really getting my dander up in a good way. Yeah. Are those... (laughs) In a sexy way oh look at my damn <laughs> yeah but like <laughs> those kind of movies are what you know like i can watch a thai west movie or a couple of thai west movies yeah. they're not all yeah, you have to be selective but like the yeah but like the innkeepers like that's oh. the kind of thing 
that works for me now versus like, oh, here's stabby stab. All I want to do is watch um, is Kelly McGinnis, right? I just want to wa- yeah. I just want to watch her wave a pendulum back and forth wa- <laughs> while being an alcoholic. That's all <sighs> all I want from any movie. It's like I love these quieter, more thoughtful, yeah. just dread pieces. And yeah, maybe because I'm old now. I don't know. I don't know. I just I think it's like they've already done everything else. Like we, they've already done. Uh, you know, great slasher movies that are super high camp and blah, blah, blah. And now, and then the slasher movies have reached this point where it's just like that weird jump editing and like whatever. Um, And there's kind of no point. So it's like, make these other more thoughtful, just creepy tales, like, and elevate women in them. And like, I don't know. I just, yeah. Well, because like you know, women getting murdered by somebody doesn't really trans me to another to another world. Yeah. It's like it's like anywhere after dark, or even during the day. Yeah, right. Oh, wow, oh. what a fantasy! <laughs> it's like I'm back with the Supreme Court. It's, like, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. I'd rather watch a haunted house. I guess, Hell yeah! Than, you know, wait, the film, the ha- a haunted house with the Wayans Brothers film. Is that the one you're saying, or just a haunted house oh, film? God. <laughs> Oh, just because those are two different things. <laughs> just fates. the haunted house. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was a Wayans Brothers. Joint. Oh yeah. Or at least I'm not. I'm not familiar with their entire. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I will say the first haunted house was pretty funny. The second one, not that good. There's more than one, oh, and I don't know of them Stacey, at all. Stacey, you are behind the times. Those kids are... Are you thinking of scary movies? No! A Haunted House is the... It's uh, Marlon Wayans, right? And, huh. and, and a lady who's really funny. I can't remember her name. And... Yeah. Yeah, huh. it's a whole... It's like this other thing. that It was like they tried to do... Um, it was like scary movie, but for paranormal activity. Oh, yeah. oh I don't know why I'm God remember that brief period where there were so many parody movies oh and they were so bad it was like here's an action movie oh, oh. like that was the actual yeah, like, title yeah, or like whatever. not another epic movie or yeah 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 or... and they were just so bad that was a I mean that that section of the of mid 2000s was really really oh. the pinnacle of filmmaking <laughs> Oh, it feels so long ago, doesn't I just, it? I, I just wish we could stop making these introspective horror films and go back a kinder time when when all we needed was some soft post-punk or new metal um, oh, set to a cruel... Int- a little Ashton culture. Yeah, a little baby Ashton, a little cruel intentions yeah. parody here or there. Like, just give me eight more films to die for! <laughs> Gosh, that's, uh, that's, you know. You know what was an eight films to die for? Actually, it was Lake Mungo was one of those eight films to die for. Okay, yes. And Lake Mungo is brilliant. The eight films to die for are us- all terrible, but Lake Mungo, that, if you want to talk about a slow, Man. introspective dread piece. That movie is one of the, like, three movies in my life that actually kept me up. Oh my god! No, it's terrifying. That movie. Yeah, I had had that on my list for years after reading about it on on your blog, and oh. and then I finally tracked down a copy like at some video store, and I that last that scene. 
Oh my God. Oh my God. Anytime, like Jason and I went to the beach for our anniversary, like this last weekend and we were walking around on the beach at night and Jason was like, he started talking about that scene and he was like, he was like, what if she's out there? And I started freaking freaked out. So I was like, that scares me so much. It's so scary. It's so scary. That scared me so bad. It kept me awake at night the second time I saw it. Oh my God, it's I like I went to bed and I couldn't sleep because I was too scared, so I had to get up and watch something completely different to take my it mind off it. It was terrifying. Um, yeah. Real quick, what have you seen? This is another one that actually it's not that level of scary, but it did freak me out more than I thought it would. Um, and it's another like thoughtful like woman led film was uh, Personal Shopper. Have you seen Personal Shopper? Oh my god i love personal shopper. all i want to do is watch that movie over and over and over again since i saw it it's so good i was so into it i'm just like thank you so much for a movie one being about a personal shopper two terrifying me <laughs> yeah. and three yeah having recreating those like those spiritualist photographs with the ectoplasm coming out of their mouth but like recreating that in a ghost movie with a ghost actually puking ectoplasm i was like oh my god i have never felt more at home (laughs) yeah so good great movie so if but another like quiet subtle i like the movies that get under your skin and you don't really realize yeah where you're like wow she's been texting for a long time and then the next scene you're like oh my god what just happened (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> there she goes on a scooter. Yeah. <laughs> so real. So if if yeah. you're listening, Hollywood, here's what I want in movies. I want more slow, nothing happening, texting, shopping, trying on shoes. Um, riding scooters. Riding scooters. I, I want to see drops of blood by the Cummins. ham. Ham? Yeah. <laughs> drops of blood by the ham drops is so blood. much scarier. Then someone getting hit with a hammer. I need. I really need to get my dander up, and I, the answer. <laughs> the answer is ham. The answer is always ham. <laughs> it's not forty-two. It's ham. <laughs> so yeah. there we go. Exactly. I mean, I think that's an amazing wish list. I and I would go see any movies that come out of that Mad Libs kind of <laughs> script kind of. Thing. It's got everything. Stillness. It's got everything. Tilda Swinton. Ham. Ham. Give me a coven. That's all. Sisters of the Ham. That's going to be my new non-profit. That should be our... Yeah, that should be our... Sisters of the Ham. That should be our podcast name. Sisters of the Ham. It's also our... That's that's our church. Our first folk album. Like... Our first photo yeah, of many, of many, <laughs> and the Gay Lords of Darkness, Sisters of the Ham Ove. <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> oh, that's so good! Wow! Wow! What a day it's oh. been, Stacy. <laughs> it's been quite a day, honestly. I think we had a lot of feelings. Yes, I think I think I felt at least one emotion. Yeah, I put some opinions out there. Yes, which always feels. We good. made some demands to Hollywood. Um, yeah. You know, I've never seen Mother. Have you seen Mother of Tears? Uh, Speaking of Sisters of the Ham, uh, I've never seen it. <laughs> Don, AKA Dario Argento's <laughs> Sisters of the Ham trilogy. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mother of Tears, I have allegedly seen it, but all I remember is like a chimpanzee like gutting somebody or something. 
Oh, okay. I will say it's. I I haven't ever heard a good thing about it, but I feel like I should. It's see a it. complete atrocity. I would say if you had to choose between that or another Dario Argento classic, it would be Dracula, Dracula 3D? 3D for sure. Uh, the, the scene with the giant like praying mantis. Praying mantis. <laughs> Computer praying mantis. Yes! Oh my yes! god. Yes, the screensaver praying what mantis. What the fuck? I I. Deborah Hill's ghost was like, come on, man! What's that all about? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's it's definitely, it's not, it's, uh, Mother of Tears, I can't stand to the same levels as I stand Argento's Dracula, but it's close. It's, it's, it's like he was trying to work up to that level of awfulness with Mother of Tears. Wow. Yeah. But... You know, I mean, you know what the missing ingredient is, is Daria Nicolodi. This is true. And that's one more thing I wanted to say really quick. Is like, everyone keeps talking about remaking John Carpenter's Halloween. Everyone keeps, mm-hmm. everyone keeps talking about remaking Dario Argento's Suspiria. And what yes. I want to put out there, Halloween was written and produced by Deborah motherfucking Hill. <laughs> Yes! And all those lines you quote are from Deborah fucking Hill. All written by Deborah Hill. And um, Suspiria, not only the mythos, but the screenplay, the story, all of it was written by Dario motherfucking Nicolodi. And no, I don't see anyone throwing her name out there when they're talking about the Suspiria remake. Yeah. You would never know those women were associated with those no. films. No, and it really. was cra- it was like crazy. All. Just the other night, I was at like a a, a a function with a friend, and he was talking about of all places, he read this on like a feminist horror blog, where he was like, "What really need? What they were arguing is what really needs to happen in this like new wave of of horror movies and horror remakes is that like maybe women should be directing them or making them." And I completely agree. But one of the things they pointed out was like, you know, like why isn't a woman involved in um, behind the scenes on Suspiria? And I'm like, did, and I told him like, well, you know, Suspiria was written by a woman and so many people don't, aren't aware of that. And it's just bizarre to me. And so I'm, I, I, if nothing else, I really hope I see a Daria Nicolodi credit up there because in the credits, when I see Suspiria, um, they probably have I to. feel like they have to, but mm. I worry, like, well, I don't know, with, like, Italian rights or... I don't know. I feel like maybe... Right. Maybe they just credit the producer. These women never get enough credit. I feel like they were able to temper these men and, like, save them from their worst impulses. Oh, absolutely. Because after the women were removed from the scene, for one reason or another, I mean, all of John Carpenter's best movies, to me, have dead brothers. 100%. Absolutely. I mean, maybe yeah. not Ghosts of Mars, but... <laughs> well, this is maybe not The Ward. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, I know. John Carpenter doesn't give a shit. That's the thing. People who are like, John Carpenter's attached to Halloween H40. And it's like, so what? Yeah. Like, I think it's it's great, but John Carpenter doesn't, doesn't care. care. Like, and I don't say that as an insult. John Carpenter wants to get he just paid. Wants to... He wants to, like, sit around and smoke and he play wants video to smoke. games and get paid. He wants paid. to play video games. He wants to, he wants to sit and make his music with his grand, his grandson. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's... and get paid. That's all he really cares yeah. about. So while it's cool, I love that he's doing the new music, but, like, his name being attached, his name was attached to everything. yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he wants a paycheck yeah. and he wants his name yeah, up there. That's it. That's it. So, so that's, that's not like a safety blanket to cling to. It's it's strange. But then you know, no one pays attention to that, Stacy. 
that's true. Or at least the bro- the bros <laughs> don't pay attention to that. The bros! The bros. And, like Deborah Hill. But like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know what? It's a very versatile It voice. truly is. I, I will say, um, also, uh, so the director of Sus- the, the new Suspiria, like he did this with Call Me By Your Name where he's like, oh yeah, I would love to make a sequel and see what happens to the characters. Now he's saying the same thing about Suspiria. And that uh, they Ooh. almost titled this Suspiria Part 1, which I'm like, thank God they didn't. Yeah, no But problem. he did say, like, I'm really interested in continuing to look at the mythos of the three mothers and what would happen to Susie Banyan, like, in those worlds. And Fine. I'm like, okay, if you continue to work with Jessica Harper and Tilda and maybe you follow Daria Nicolodi's, like, actual story structure for the three mothers, like, let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk. I'm like and that. I mean to the same and that same thing with like you know the best John Carpenter movies or the Deborah Hill films, um, like there's a reason Inferno and Mother of Tears like pale in comparison to Suspiria. It's like yeah. Daria wasn't along for the ride. Yeah. So these women aren't there to be like maybe don't put that praying mantis. In. <laughs> maybe don't. Maybe we don't need to outsource those effects to the Rye Institute <laughs> to trump you. <laughs> Yeah, to Trump you to Phoenix University <laughs> or University of Phoenix, whatever, you know, no offense to any students enrolled in any of those. It's so classes, crazy. I'm making but... a screensaver for Dario Argento for my thesis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mickey God. pays in college I credit. Mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a world. God. Well, we'll see. You know, a month from now, right? Yeah, yeah just These about. films will be ready to go. Two months from now, they'll be in the past. Oh, as will we. <laughs> because this is, you know what? That's how time works, my friends. Wow, man. That's how time works. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't want everybody to think this is just like one of those smart and boring podcasts. I mean, it was feeling a little too academic for my tastes. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really grateful that you um, you checked us there. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, yeah. I can't wait to, to watch those films and then come back and talk about them again. Yeah. When we've actually when we've seen, seen them. them and we can do scene breakdowns about our, our favorite Tilda moments. Our oh. favorite... Give me Judy some, Greer. Give me some Dakota in that wig. Oh God, I'm already here for it. So I'm good, ready. so good. I'm Can't ready. wait. And Tilda Swinton is the like 2,000 year old man. Yes, right? like that. <laughs> She's yeah. got to be. Yeah, I'm uh, ready. That, that should just be the name of the movie. Tilda Swinton is <laughs> the 2,000 year old man. <laughs> it's her yeah. Brooks, right? Isn't that- <laughs> See, we could be Hollywood. Like, we could replace whatever monkeys they have at Shaq to a desk, like, typing up these films. Exactly. (laughs) Judy Greer pops them out and they shackle them to a desk. That's that's why she's in the films, is because, oh my God. (laughs) Here's another one. (laughs) Where, where? Oh my God. That's my baby impression. That's a really like, like Stanislavski. <laughs> oh, I didn't compliment you. Uh, Uta Hagen. Yeah, Uta Hagen. There we Thank go. Yeah. Oh. Well, 
This was probably an episode. We've been talking for an yeah, hour. I think that sounds like an episode. Wow. Gay Lords of Darkness, here we come. Gay Lords of Darkness is here. <laughs> it's queer. <laughs> Give us ham. <laughs> Give us some ham. Wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Uh, Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, Oh oh my my god! God. Oh Oh my my god! God. Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Darkness! Ha, 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 ha.